the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on a beautiful South Texas day uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. We uh, are here at Millburgers. Calvin just finished up his uh, his seminar with a full house of people. They had to move. Uh, we, we pivoted uh, still uh, uh, about 35 folks. Yep. Yep. There was uh of course, at the last minute, we said we'll have to see if the rain has not quit. We've got to move to the greenhouse. Yeah. And, of course, it didn't quit. So uh, the minute we moved to the greenhouse, it quit. It quit, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was worried about y'all last night. I was going, uh-oh, if this stays stays a while, that's not yeah, going to be good. Yeah, I was worried last night. They said about two inches of rain some places here in town. Really? That's what I heard. Yeah. I thought it was more of the lightning but, and thunder. That. Well, well Milberger staff, though, uh, uh, with, there was a lot of scrambling to get yeah. chairs in the greenhouse and to move move plants. Of course, the greenhouse is full, stocked full of uh, indoor plants, and so uh, I was just telling them, Trace, about the a lot of scrambling to get the. He was complimenting class, your staff. Get the get the uh, enough room for that that full class into the greenhouse. And and then after that, it stopped raining. So we yeah, could have we could have done it outside. <laughs> that's what he said. He said, "Okay, if it doesn't break, we gotta doesn't stop. We gotta go." And as soon as he got, uh, yeah. As soon stopped. as we started moving all the chairs yeah, from that, the amphitheater to there, that's when it stopped. Ah uh, well. The greenhouse is lovely, a lovely place to have it, too. Uh, less less uh, noise. Oh, okay. I turned all the fans off. Very good. No forklifts running by, anything mm-hmm. like that. So okay. It was a little less noisy. And Calvin did okay? Yeah. Okay. Just checking, you know. I only went in there two or three times. Everybody uh, seemed captivated. Oh, good. You captivated people? Wow. Look, look at you. Well, look at that. It happens... At least once. <laughs> Even a blind squirrel captivates an acorn every no. I, that doesn't doesn't work. But you get the idea. That's no, great. they were they were a good audience. And uh, what kind we're, of questions we're, did you we're, get? We're pro, you know probing. We're going forward, trying to trying to find the best uh, strategy in terms of the, which milkweed plant and how how to plant them here in the San Antonio area. To uh, see if we can't contribute, home gardeners can't contribute more to the uh, monarch uh, reproduction. What kind of, oh, let me give the phone number out again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. Got a couple listeners here saying a shout-out to Parker, who's wandering around. Uh, Parker's a, uh, I guess, a golden lab. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, Parker, I'm, I'm Parker's going to, Parker's I'm going to assume Janetta's nearby because she stops and pets everybody. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. She, <laughs> she had one more, adult more on once. each side of yeah. her. And the Girl Scouts are here selling cookies again. Uh, you have to hurry, though. That they're leaving at 12. Oh, they are leaving at 12? So, so that I asked. It is now 12. Well, I, we better, and, and we better hurry and eat your cookies if we're going to eat uh, them by 12. Uh, so I did provide some cookies to that the, was nice the, of you. The, the guys here. I like, oh, I wasn't I like supposed Samoans to tell Trace. So what's that? No, was, no, no was, he saw me. I saw. Oh. He saw which ones I was buying, and, and yeah. he Approved? can't have them. You voted no, on he, your, but uh, you can't have them. I, I tried to coerce him into Samoans, but he. We don't no, want to. We don't want to enable you during no, your dietary. No, no, I have. Period. I have problem with coconut. That's my problem. Me too, but have, for some reason I can eat those. Oh, okay. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah, I have allergies. So. Okay. All right. I don't have allergies. I just don't like the like The Girl Scouts are packing up. They're looking over here going, what are they talking about? All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Uh, and uh, did you get any rain here last night? We were talking about the rain this morning. Well, the creek's running a little bit. Uh, so we obviously got something. If I had to take a guess, it's probably less than an inch. You think so? More than an inch. It would be like a river. And, so do you worry? Like a little creek. I was worried for you, but there was nothing I could do. But do you worry when they talk about hail? Do I worry? I've had it happen twice. Oh. And it's not any fun. It's not anything? It's not any fun. No, I don't imagine it is. Well, I even went so far as to cover the the uh, pl- plants, the milkweed-seeded plants in my back of my pickup truck. I didn't oh, wow. Get, I didn't want to get the hail tearing them apart or anything. Well, that's so. smart. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it, I was, it wasn't there. No rain, hail, as far as you know. Uh, no, not that I. I mean, they were talking big hail. They were and like nothing. Tennis ball size is what nothing I Nothing in my house. Nothing. Football the, size. No damage here. Football size. Yeah, yeah football size. Oh, uh, that's right. Well, you, did you have hail at your house? No, uh, no. If I did, my wife would have woke me up. We had to go park <laughs> under the bridge. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> that's your thing. That she had an alarm set for like one. Quick trips work also, and car washes. There's lots of room under the bridge, and there's only like four slots at those places. Oh, I got you. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. What kind of questions, Calvin, did you get on the uh, today? Well, we we got a lot of technical questions. One I remember is how what? how technical. long uh, or the, the root structure on the various varieties because of because of our gardeners all have various depths of soil. Okay. Uh, okay. So they were wondering about that, and then how many years? But there there was kind of interesting stories too of folks that were uh, okay. Do you want to ac- actually had some success? Okay, cool. Which was good to hear some success with the, some of the native milkweeds. Yeah. Well, uh, that, that's the the whole thing because we've grown. Over the years, so much tuberosa and uh, tropical one. I'd like to hear about more about how to grow the native yeah. ones. All right, we got. We'll keep. We'll come back to this in a second. We've got a question from the crowd. You're okay with being on the air? Yes, sir. All right, you're on the air. I'm giving it to Trace. What's your question? My question is on a um, one of my uh, bougainvilleas that obviously with this storm that we had recently, 
dried up, what is the best way to trim that so that it comes back without damaging the plant? <laughs> so the first question is, did it survive? It did, yes. Right. So you still see green in the stem? Yes, yeah. I do. Okay, right. so I would wait till the end of this month. Okay. Uh, then I would cut off whatever's not green. Okay. And feed it, and, and yeah. you'll be all right. Don't Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. You can cut a lot off. Really? It'll yeah. Come, it'll come you could cut it theoretically back to the ground as long as you had green. Yeah. Okay. So my second question uh, would be wait till the end of the month because there may be another freeze that will protect it? Correct. That's all okay. That's all technically insulation. Okay. So if perfect. you cut it back, you're going to get early and you get cold again. Uh, you're going to have further dieback. Gotcha. All right. Perfect. Or you can might make it easier to cover. Got so it. I probably would have cut it first so I could cover it easier. Understood. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming by, and you're welcome to come by and ask your gardening question in person. Always appreciate that, and sometimes it's a little easier. 210-308-8867. If you don't want to come by and you want to call us, call us at 210-308-8867. So, Calvin, we had to interrupt you because we wanted to answer his question. What other uh, stuff did, uh, did you uh, did you get any other interesting questions? Well, yeah, you know, we had seven different uh, varieties of, of seeds that were had gone through stratification and were p- planted. I was kind of curious as to uh, what would be the favorite seed. You know, everybody got to choose two, oh, two, two different seeds and pl- planted. and uh, But it was basically even, uh, you know, we had showy, we had swamp, and we had uh, green. Green. And of course, butterfly weed and uh, no, nobody likes an antler horn. Oh yeah, antelope horn. Antelope horn. That's yeah, cool. we did. Yeah. Well, that surprised surprised me too that the a lot of the gardeners that were there actually were they in neighborhoods where they had an, antelope horn, yeah. but it, it, uh, a lot of it had frozen back during the this freeze. But they expected it to be to be back. Yeah. One of the questions I heard that uh, I had to stop and wait for the answer was, should I plant this in a pot or should I go ahead and plant it in the ground? Oh, because of the timing? I, I don't know. No. I'm just... Okay. Oh, we were, we were, because of the... Hang on, Lori. Uh, because, because of the uh, desirability, if you're a uh, small a small gardener, you know, a lot not, of plants... Not in the, size. No, the garden is yes. landscape square footage. It's small. The size of the garden, not the size of the gardener. That now, if, 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 they, <laughs> if they work in containers, that just gives us a lot more flexibility. Okay. Because you can, you can contribute to the, the monarch success from well, on a patio or on well, an apartment. The next question would be, what size container? Well, that's what we would find out. And wouldn't the containers come up faster than ones in the ground? The containers, the germination is just as fast, according to the what we know so far, but they don't survive as well All right. in, I, in uh, containers. Why do you, why, I have my own idea. You, I think you are correct. Why, why do you think they'll grow up, germinate, or grow I, faster? Because the soil temperature would move up faster yeah that's what i was thinking as well all right yeah yeah we saw last time the germination was was uh, not any faster but um the 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 in the long-term survival and production the that 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 advantage they have is that uh, long route Mm -hmm. but but of course does that make it does that help them if there's no soil 
So that'll be one of the questions that we'll try to I, answer. I don't, I don't think that's a, as big a problem as some other people would think. So oh, okay. I think it, the plant would adjust to the, the soil depth. All right, we got Lori but, on but the line. But it's something we want to find out. Lori's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Lori, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on with you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I came out and purchased in the fall some beautiful variegated ginger plants from Millburgers and some foxtail ferns that I did landscaping in the front of my yard. And with this uh, severe cold snap that came through, all the leaves are just wilted and pale laying on the ground. And my foxtail fern are all brown. So I don't know if I need to dig them all up and start all over again or trim them back or what should I do? That foxtail fern is very durable. So at the end of the month, cut off whatever's brown and it will be back for sure. Uh, okay. Ginger's, ginger's always marginal. Uh but I don't think we got cold enough for the soil temperature to mess with the root too much. Right. Right. I was going to say the same thing. And that brings up the other question that we've been answering the last couple of weeks. Uh, yes, traditionally, we prune back everything at the end of this month. First week in, uh, end of this month or first week in March, depending on the weather. Okay. When you say prune it back, like all the way back to the stem, like to the base? Well, on both of those, the answer is to the soil. Down to the soil. Okay, right. cool. Okay, so uh, wait to the end of the month, and then the foxtails. Uh-oh. You can't hurt awesome. that foxtail. So at the end of the month, cut it to the ground, and you'll be all right. Oh. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Sure. I listen to you every weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lori. Okay. Thanks for listening. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, number to call. Yeah, I bet you, are you getting a lot of calls? Sago's being yellow. Uh-huh. It's not grass this week. Oh, okay. right. woo-hoo. <laughs> well, go, go over that, Trace, will you, on the sagos? So at 20 degrees, a sago, uh, by the way, sago is not a true palm. It's a cycad. Yeah, so same family, but uh, anyway, twenty degrees is where they start to get damaged. So if you did not cover, uh, I would expect all of the foliage to be golden yellow. And at the end of the month, you just whack all that off, and uh, as two years ago proved, uh, it will more than likely be back with vigor. Yeah, and and I like to say, uh, cycads and palms have unique feature that if it's yellow, it's still pulling nutrients out of the leaf. Wait till they turn brown. Oh, okay. So, so yellow is okay. Don't don't worry. But leave it on, leave it on, and then when it turns brown all the way, cut it. So that's uh, feeding, doing still doing its job for the plant as best as it can. Oh huh? uh, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, it knows that branch is gone, that frond is gone. They're just pulling all the nutrients, as many as the nutrients as they can out of that. Before it shuts down. Completely. Well, that's interesting. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So and same thing with fronds, with with palms, rather. So I can't think of the yellow part, but you know, when it's brown, cut it down. Does that work? Or cut them oh, off? No, yeah. you don't yeah, yeah. cut the whole thing down, do yeah, you? No, no, no. No. Okay, yeah. never mind. Don't listen to me. Yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, sorry, Calvin. We uh, every time you start talking about the thing today. Oh we no, that was good. That was good. 
Good. Okay. Anything else on that you want to discuss on how it went today? or? Well, I was surprised that we had as many people there as... I mean, we 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 had the full house, um, which with the weather the way it was, I yeah. thought I thought we would. I guess I guess we kind of went through the same thing last year, and we still and we had everybody show up too. So, yep. will there be future opportunities for people to do this? Well, of course we we got the <laughs> tomato programs, you and then no we got we got a couple of other uh, milkweed pro, uh, programs that. Uh, New Braunfels and at uh, Medical Center, but uh, the next program here at Millburgers is the uh, potting up tomatoes. Where you know it's part, it's another one of those discussions about the weather and the soil being uh, and will cold. That, will that be uh, some of the species? Will they be able to choose from the species that Trace has right now, or will they be an additional well, one? I don't. Well, have, we, I don't have any, so. Uh, Sorry? I don't have any milkweed at the moment. No, 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 no. T- tomatoes. Oh, tomatoes. Uh, I don't have many, but I do have some. Right. The uh, uh, other thing, I was told the uh, name of the rodeo tomato, except, do you think I can remember it? No. This is his story. Well, so then yes. I'm, not re- I'm not supposed to remind him then. Yeah. Well. No, yes, yeah, that uh, is please correct. Please remind me. So. <laughs> I, I think that was a setup. Is it? Oh, is it? I don't think that was a real thing. Oh. I don't think he knew anything. Oh, right. okay. It was, David it was a red herring. Daily, da- is that the David name of the rodeo cat- tomato? <laughs> I don't know. Red herring. That'd be a good name for a tomato. It, it yeah. would, but uh, <laughs> da- David is it. cackling over there. Yeah. All right. So you know it, too, apparently. I, I or are you just I'm, guessing that it's not no, the red herring? No, I know that it's not the red herring. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Calvin went into full political mode. Yeah, they. Uh, David told me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what is it? Can you say? I don't uh, recall. I can't recall. <laughs> I cannot recall at this time the name of the rodeo tomato or where I was on the evening. David told me. <laughs> it sounds to me like they're making fun of old people here. Right? Uh, I think, just, well, then we're making just, fun of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know. That's what it is. Formula, they forget, occasionally forget some things. All right. So when is the, when is the official release of the name? Uh, when they? I can when I can get them, I'd imagine. Oh, okay, good. Oh, okay, okay. Um, let's and, see. And we'll have we we, we ter- traditionally have uh, a lot of the other rodeo tomato recommended tomatoes. And, yeah. And uh, this is a it's a great time to get your tomatoes, uh, and then but but it's too early to plant them in the in the garden. So this is we go through the potting up exercise, and. Uh, uh, it, it's uh, it's interesting, and uh, it's it's the way. If you were in a, grew up in a rural area and you li- had a little small town newspaper, yeah. every year the yeah, we talked about that first tomato. Yeah, the yeah. first tomatoes were were those in the that uh, were potted up early, and so that that'll happen here if you go go for that. Uh-huh. You, just, you just don't want to put that uh, those tomatoes in the. Won't kill them. I don't know if I could eat any more tomatoes, Milton, than I got last year. Oh yeah, you were you went hog wild on those tomatoes. That was the uh, was that Ruby Crush or the nine sixty eight or both? Both. Okay, uh, that's what I had. You need to freeze so them twice as many as I needed. Three times as many as oh. I needed. Freeze them for this year. Freeze them for the off season. Although you didn't have much of an off season. No, I think you were eating tomatoes until the big freeze. I was, and then I said, you know what? <laughs> they they just need to die. Oh. So I left them out. Okay. 
All right. Uh, the, uh, Calvin's class is on the 24th uh, from 10 to 11.30. And uh, as you can tell, uh, rain or shine, uh, as long as the greenhouse is available. And you can make your uh, – we have got about uh, 13 slots left. So call 210-497-3760. Go, go to millburgernursery.com to get that phone number. But, uh, yep, we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. 210-308-8867 is our number. Don't forget... Uh, if it's bugging you from, uh, what do we have, from uh, ants to zebra moths to, is that right? Okay. <coughs> we have to check out, we'll have to have Spider-Man call us and tell us what a zebra moth does. But, but if you want to get rid of them. Just say six, and, six-legged and four-legged friends. There you does. go. You can get rid of them uh, by calling, uh, not doing anything, but picking up your phone and calling Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Since 1976, uh, Spider-Man and the gang over there have been helping homeowners and businesses. And it is amazing around town uh, to find out how the, uh, the businesses that he's helped uh, to stay pest-free. Um, and uh, you can get him to help you. He's got the Care mosquito trapping system. You'll learn about that. Uh, termite control, pest control, and more. Call 210-656-3721. or go spidermanpest.com and check out those great reviews. All right, 210-308-8867. Man, it is a beautiful day today. How many legs does a centipede have? Hundreds. Depends on the centipede species. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, I, I was going to say 100, too. I thought it was like a trick joke. Yeah, it's yeah. like good question. Well, like, I know it's not a hundred. That's why millipede yeah. definitely not. Okay, that, seems like a hundred. That's why this it looks is like a hundred. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, but Spider Man, you can call us too. And I also f- forgot about arachnids. So, uh, six legged, eight legged, and four legged pests. No, oh. he deals with them all. All right, Warren, you'll have to tell us uh, if this is accurate. Uh, the house centipede uh, is according to Google. Has 30, uh, uh, 30 legs. What? How many? That'd does? be cool if they had like an odd number. Yeah. <laughs> how many does a millipede have then? Ah, uh, well, yeah. millipede. His fingers are tired for typing. What's that? I said your fingers are going to get tired for I typing. I know. All right. Let's see. According to this, what? Although no known millipedes, this is from BBC Science Focus. Okay. Although no known millipede species has a thousand legs, common species of this burrowing anthropod have between 40 and 400 legs. So, depends on the species. If yeah. It's, if it's from the BBC, then you need to say that in a British accent. Oh, no, I'm not going to go there. Please don't. Every, every, every accent I do sounds Jamaican, and Laura, Laura thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> like, well, what, is, what is your Jamaican accent? Yeah, like? it, it, apparently it sounds like my Irish accent. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Again, a beautiful day out here uh, Anything new? Anything? Uh, oh, there's stuff coming in right and left. Is that right? So uh, we got a small dab of our Altheas in. I haven't 
found out why oh, we good. didn't get them all. Oh, okay. Should have all showed up. Uh, got in some unique dwarf uh, Yopon hollies that have golden edges. Uh, I saw Peter in there doing a house plan order, which means he's going to fill the place back up again. Good. Um, it's amazing. Well, and and, that, and that statement alone tells you what a good job Peter does because he's got to fill he's, it in again. He's got to do it about every three weeks. But that means they're selling. People are yeah. buying house plants. And they, they like buying the unusual things. Yeah. I was going to say weird, but I'm not going to say that. Someday Peter will Wait, give which, us a house plant Which report. one is your favorite? Diefenbachia. Diefenbachia, yeah. yeah. Which I think well, is tell a, Peter not to fill that uh, greenhouse up because I might need yeah. it to 24. Well, yeah. we, we, sh- well, no, if he fills it up so now. So it was, it was full this morning. We just had to move everything I, around. That's true. Because and when it t- was raining, I went over yeah. there to look what the options were, and I said, well, I hope it stops raining because it's too full. And if it's every three weeks, right now is the perfect time for him to uh, do it. Yeah. Robert is on the line at 210-308-8867. Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Another beautiful day outside. Isn't so it pretty? complain. Did you get some rain so last night? Oh, that's okay. Uh, I did. Um, unfortunately, my weather station receptor for rain was, had dirt in it somehow, and I forgot oh. to clean it. So it didn't, it didn't register everything we had, but I got probably three-quarters of an inch. Great. Good deal. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you, Robert. What's your question? No, no, no problem. Seed propagation. This is standard, the Jiffy seed pods and the Jiffy containers with the lids. Two weeks ago, approximately 160 seeds in in the jiffy little jiffy pods with the lid on, on a propagating mat and under a plant light. I was gone for eight days. I came back. Three seeds germinated out of about 160. These are new seeds. This is new jiffy. Is there any? It's too bizarre that all of them virtually. Ninety-eight percent of them did not germinate in two weeks. Any thoughts? What was the plant? Oh, you name it. Varieties of cucumbers, squash, peppers, pick, um, you know, green beans, green peas. Oddly enough, two of the green beans, which I didn't soak because I thought they're going to be sitting in the, you know, in the soil, uh, in a controlled environment. Two of the green beans propagated or germinated in a cucumber seed that I dropped in between the pods that had no soil attachment germinated also. Yeah, I was going to ask you what the media was. It's the Jiffy Pot, the little pods that they sell. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw them there at Millburgers. I just left there with some Jiffy products. It, I mean, should I not? I've, I've done this for decades. I have never not had all virtually all my seeds germinate so it my only thought maybe it was excessive moisture because some of the pods hadn't expanded properly so i put an extra you know, put more water on them so there was a little standing water day one um i don't know grow light heat you know and it was in the garage at about 60 degrees the whole time i was gone so but you had a heating mat underneath had a right. propagating mat, yeah. correct. What you and thinking, guys? Light on top. I haven't got the. It's yeah, hard to tell. My my initial reaction was too little water. 
Or was it something dried uh, out? Nothing but, dried. Literally, yeah. literally, I dumped the. I dumped them this morning. Um, I'm going to start over, obviously, two weeks late. Yeah. But I dumped them. They they propagate. It's, you know, it's warm. It's not hot. You know, those usually do like a 10 degree variance. So the garage is usually about 60 degrees. If it gets colder, because I have some large desert roses in there, I do have. I did. It's temperature control, even though it's a garage. Um. So I don't know. Yeah, I just I've never in my life stumbled across and and it, you know I'm I'm surprised three things germinated out of 160 right. roughly. Right. So, did, where did you dump it? Did you say you dumped it? I just I, dumped them this morning. See, I would be surprised if you put them in a pile and that two weeks later they all germinated. That's me. Like well, some, that's my like thought. Some that's, magic magic beans, magic seeds. That's that's why I dumped them all around the base of my grapefruit tree. I thought oh, this could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. That, okay. That, well, you're you know, with me. Nature, nature is like that. You know, I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have no clue either, so I'm just gonna. You know, I hate yeah. to do the same thing over again and expect well, different well. results, but <laughs> I've never got these results before. I've always propagated seeds, you know, without yeah. issue. I don't. I don't. This Calvin. I don't have any ideas on what it might be, but we okay. can. Uh, the, the audience has heard it, and if anybody yeah. does have ideas, or or had experience a, with this particular product, yeah, yeah, they'll give us a call. Okay. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Robert. All right. Thanks. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. For people who don't know, do you want to explain what the Jiffy Pot is? Um, well, there's different versions. Oh, okay. So there's the like Jiffy trays that have. These little round discs in them where you put the seed in it, you put water, and they like puff up around the seed. Oh, okay. And then there's like trays where you use the Jiffy Mix, um, all kinds of different sizes of that. Which one did now, you think Now, if they were had? wet and then dried out, and then then we wetted it, would that work? I think one, a, once it puffs, I'm pretty sure it stays puffed. Oh, okay. You mean once all it right. kind of fills in and the... Hmm, Okay. I wonder. I'd be interesting to see. So, what will that mean if you're correct that that it, and it does start sprouting and germinating by the? Yeah, I didn't think they'd got enough moisture, oh, and, and then the, they put them in 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 a, like a pile of dirt, and all of a sudden they they received enough moisture, enough daylight hours, and everything, and all of a sudden they all sprout. Okay, it's irony. Nature is ironic. <laughs> Okay. It slaps us around a bit. Oh. Just when you think you uh, you understand yes, it. A, and they pull you back in. All right. I'll, uh, I'll uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the movie. Yeah, the, what, what, what was what, it? That was Al Pacino. Uh, and yeah, yeah, there's Al Pacino. A, there's a fine remember. line in moisture, though, because, yeah. uh, yes. I mean, a lot of people have way different results. They come up, and then they they uh, die off. Because they got too much moisture? Right. It, What's that? They, they, were, Damp, they kind dampen, of rot? Dampening off, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Term. All right, 210. Robert, tell us what happens. You think Robert will know by next week? Yes. Oh, Robert, tell us what happens by next week. All right, give us a, a seed report. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace, you were talking about, though, we talked about the houseplants. I saw Peter walk by, so it's like, ah. I'll try to make Maybe Peter needs to give you the... the the Some of that stuff, problem. I wouldn't know what what it okay. is. We we don't we don't know. 
You just make up names. <laughs> uh, I did get in onions. I got oh my, good. Oh yeah. This will be probably be my last batch of onions. So we did a few of the favorites, ten fifteen Y and Granix. I also did some of the candy series. Now, which ones are the intermediate? That's the candy, candy series. series. Okay. Mm-hmm. And why are they called the can? And what does intermediate mean? And why are they called the candy series? Well, it's, uh, so the first wave is all short day, and then so intermediate okay. is an intermediate day. Then there's long day. Well, long, long days are never going to work here. Okay. But the intermediates planted late can. Okay. And candy because uh, they're fl- sweet? Sweetish. Uh, okay. As far as onions go. I mean, I don't know how no, sweet I, you can be when you're an onion. But not, not like They're not like apples, but. No. Yeah, but they're not real. Somehow that's strong. Uh, that's weird. Candy onions. Yeah, no. It's just not a taste that you would expect or a name. I had a, had a lady buying a bundle just so that she could plant them, and their six-year-old grandkid apparently loves to go pull onions out of the garden oh, and, is that and right? eat them. So she bought it just so he could do that and eat them when he comes and visits. Very cool. No, that's that's great. You know, we, we uh, bring that up, and when we get David back in, we'll talk about that. But uh, About stealing onions out of the garden? No, about... Uh, Doing gardening with with kiddos, oh yeah, and then letting them eat what they grow, and that that apparently really seems to form a bond between gardening and uh, and uh, and children when they can well, grow it and then eat it. Absolutely, yeah. There's a yeah a lot of so are you a lot uh, of research including we've, some we've done that we have kids grow rhubarb so that they can. <laughs> Will that help, Calvin? If they uh, grow no, rhubarb, no, 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 no it, it will it not help. Disappears. <laughs> Oh. It mushes down. What does rhubarb taste like? Uh, rhubarb? Tar? God's, God's uh, elixir? God's vegetable? Have you, have you, have you never you had know? rhubarb no. strawberry yeah. pie? No, I don't no. think I have. It, oh. it, it is, it is, it's kind of tart and sour. And, okay. All at the same so, time? Yes. It, uh, it, the recipe for making rhubarb pie, uh, you take one cup of uh, cut rhubarb. And then five cups of sugar. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Now it's now it's making sense. Well, on that note, we did get strawberries in. Oh, good. Okay. Where are they? Where uh, are there's they? a whole table of them out there. You can't okay, miss good. Uh, and you want to talk about the variety or the? Uh... There's two varieties, and I can't remember the name on either one. So, what are the best strawberry growing practices? What are the best practices? Well, right it's now? Uh, acid loving. So in okay. my mind, it's better to grow it in a uh, container. container of some sort. Uh, I've even seen people do well with them in a hanging basket. I know. I've, for, we've talked about for that. For that matter, Sandy did well with her hanging basket. Oh, wow. And if okay. she can do it, anybody can. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> She's not listening. Okay. Uh, so so sa- sandy, sandy soil or maybe that mix that uh, you have uh, from four acid uh, right. plants. Um, uh, and mix it up. You know, they would like a, an acidic pH. Yeah. yeah, what I had great luck with the uh, half whiskey barrel, the yep. horizontal whiskey barrel. Yep. They they they, they just uh, responded to that kind of that growth and some you know some potting soil and they grow fast and they're productive. So what I was talking about, Trace has some uh, products from I believe Maine. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a uh, acid potting soil uh so the some of the kind of constituents uh in that are more acid so that that's one product that if you look for it here at millburgers you should get if you want actually any kind of plant that needs acid okay. blueberries 
Yeah, I was no, thinking about the blueberries. Gardenias, camellias. And this is would be all in this, again. Well, you'd only use that, I guess, in a container. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, a, it's the big blue bag. Uh, okay. Blue bag. Okay, what's it called again? Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay, now I was looking at it. I think it's purple, though. I think it's purple, too. I think it's purple. All right. All right. All right. I was looking at at a picture of it that I took uh, to show uh, others on that what what the constituents are, and I thought it was blue. Uh, maybe 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 just the section I took was. Blue. I just can't. How can I work with you guys when you can't remember anything? <laughs> mm-hmm. See, see how he treats us. Yep. Yeah. yep. <sighs> yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. So strawberries are in. Uh, blue bonnet's still in. I can see him. I think. And we got here. some blue ones. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, we went back to that uh, that vegetable supplier that we tried in the summer, or early, or last year, uh, that did the peat pots, and uh, he always had the unusual varieties. So we went back oh. to him, and he had some really cool lettuces, and but now he's not doing peat pots. Oh. We convinced him not to. Oh. Okay. The pots fell apart. The pots what? Fell apart. Oh, 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 okay. Huh. So now he's uh, he's in a plastic pot, and he's got a great product. All right, so I, I realized I didn't finish. Oh, that's good. Uh, you'll have to, is there a fun lettuce that's like people have never heard of? That Well, we brought in like four different ones. Okay. And from here, you can actually see the second table. You can see some that have green with red veins, some yep. that yeah. have red leaves. There's like a little dwarf leafy one. It almost looks like spinach. Hmm. Uh, and there's one with a burgundy leaf. That's a that's a, a fun plant to go, to grow in a container too. I, uh, I still think it's a great thing to put in with say pansies or snapdragons uh, for all the winter color it gives. It's almost like a Swiss chard. Oh, you, okay. Getting the color Ooh, that from the cool. leaf or ornamental cabbage or kale, uh, and you can eat it. So why not? There you go. So we've got those here. We've also got Mike on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Welcome to welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Doing well. Thank you. What's going on? Well, my question is I did not uh, prune the Lady Banks last year. Should I do it now or just if let her rip? Now, if you do it now, you're going to sacrifice all your blooms this year. So wait till okay. it finishes. Wait till it finishes blooming, then give it its haircut. I only okay. give it. I only prune the parts that are in the way. Right. I've got two that I've oh. had for forty years, or and uh, they don't. They respond, and they, you don't really have to uh, right. prune them. But and don't ever cover them. Uh, they they actually need cold to be able to yeah. uh, oh. to do their thing. Right. And, How about and I, the how about potatoes? I bought some seed potatoes, and I'm getting ready to cut them up. Um, what's the best way to harden them off before you plant them? Just, um, I just let them sit one day. Right, Scab right. Over, uh, old school would be uh, cut them and put potash on there. I've seen people do sulfur. Um, but, yeah, just time will harden them off. Yeah. Okay. But, that's exactly what I was taught. So, Mike, Very how much good. rain did you get yesterday? Or this, so, uh, right. Do you know? Uh, right at an inch. Oh, good. Okay. So that's that's kind of consistent. What part of the world are you in? 
I'm over here by McAllister Park. Oh, okay. So near the nursery. All right. Thanks, yeah. Mike. Did we answer your questions? All right. Yeah, you bet. You did. Thank you very much. Right. Cool. You bet. Uh, All right. Uh, we're go- yes. Well. No. I'll quickly, and we'll answer it on the way on the re- on the um, backside. But uh, <laughs> the question is: So, how many eyes do you cut? Oh. Do you cut for? Should we ask Mike how many eyes he cut for? Well, that's at right. least one. Huh? At least one. At least one. All right. You'll have to explain that in a second. Okay. All right. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road, Milton Glick, along with Mark Peterson, Trace Hazlett, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. On a, such a pretty day, uh, hop on the car and head over to Millburgers, and then hop back in the car, uh, shoot down 1604, uh, and head on over to Prusky's Market in Atkins, Texas. On Highway 87, about three miles uh, inside of the uh, of 1604, uh, Edmund's going to come talk with us tomorrow. Going to talk about ideas for the quote-unquote big game coming up. Uh, but, yeah, if you've got a big event coming up and, um, yeah. Detroit you, didn't win that game, did it? Um, shh, Mark doesn't know yet. <laughs> Mark the Lions are playing, aren't they? Yeah, I th- yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard <laughs> okay. that. Hey, don't break Mark's heart again. He's, he's in denial. Uh, but uh, if you are uh, gonna have, if you have friends over, if you're just gonna want to grill and uh, watch the game with great food, whether it's sausage, or brisket, or steaks, or burgers, or chicken, whatever you want, you're gonna find the best quality at Prusky's Market in Atkins, Texas. Uh, and the cool thing is, um, besides outstanding quality, and you'll notice it too. If you if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been there, uh, after your first purchase of something as simple as chicken. You'll notice it's more flavorful. It's got it's got a better taste, better texture uh, than some of the uh, the store bought stuff. But uh, check out Prusky's Market, uh, and the best thing too is that they'll help you uh, with whatever you tell them what your menu is going to be uh, when you go out there. In fact, they'll even cook it for you uh, if you call in advance. They can do that uh, as well. So uh, check them out, Prusky's Market on Highway 87 between 410. And 1604, the website where you can learn more about them is prusky'sbeatmarket.com. And here's the number. Uh, it's uh, 830-227-8322. But just check them out at prusky'sbeatmarket.com, and you will not be disappointed, I promise you. 210-308-8867. Got lots of good calls today. I'm looking for rain rangers, too. So it looks like we're getting about an inch uh, consistently, at least near the nursery, uh, we had three quarters. We had an inch. Calvin, did you uh, empty your uh, rain gauge this time? This no, time. Oh. Uh-huh. he is stubborn. Oh, you were going to talk about potato wise, looking into the so, eyes so, of your potato. So uh, there was some uh, questions asked to Neil, and I was looking at it. And then I also know that Calvin had it in an earlier article uh, about how to plant potatoes. And I noticed some things missing from from Neil's article, and I wanted to ask Calvin about that. So Neil said uh, three to four eyes. Now eyes are the little 
what do you call them, indentations on the potato is what kids don't like to eat. Little sprouts or the little hard? The, the little hard little yeah. indentations. Yeah, well, generally that's where the stems or the roots. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, they're the old stems and old roots. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you'd recommend at least one, we yeah. always like to say. Yeah, I've, I've, I've used one. I've used two. Two is a nice number. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I was always thought three, but two, I would, you know, two, I think would be good. What the, what did they say? The advantage of he didn't say three would be. So so he just said to the the, the questioner uh, three to four, and then he said seven to six six to eight inches deep, and I thought, well, that's kind of a little deep. I I would think. Oh really? Uh, because I would I would go down. Yeah, maybe four inches, and then I'm I'm mounting the soil up oh. as the tree as the plant grows. Well, that 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 is part of what I recommend too. But but I wouldn't hesitate if you have you have the soil in the uh, raised bed um, to to have a one foot trench. There you uh, go. Okay. But 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 you're right though. Potatoes are not fussy. No. They'll uh, of course when you, when you think of I think they've had uh, contests on g- weird ways of growing potatoes, and it's been amazing how many different ways there is to grow them, and they're very and productive. You know, hay bales and uh, um, all kinds of uh, trenches and, cl- and materials that you wouldn't expect to be soil worthy and. Well, the 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 questioner uh, to Neil basically said, "Have you ever grown Irish potatoes in a bag?" And Neil goes, "Why?" You know, he did it nicely. But I would I would say the same thing. Why? You know, because there's so many great ways to do it. Uh, one of the best ideas I heard you say in the past was an old gal galvanized horse trough mm-hmm. is fabulous. I've for heard him say potatoes. that. Yeah. And it is. Yeah, it's great. Easy, yeah, it's it's easy to, yeah, to use, and in our soil, it uh, it's ba- basically a, a raised a raised, raised bed. bed. Yeah, yeah, that you're right. That would be a good a good one. Uh, the the issue I have all the time with the potatoes is planting them too close together, uh-huh. or uh, having to d- dig. Well, part of that's part of planting them close together, where you dig you dig one up and. You, and you get the potatoes the other. For some for some reason up up north, or I I guess it's deeper soil, more organic material in the soil. Uh, it's not nearly as hard to harvest the potatoes as it is here. Uh, so part of that is uh, I guess, I guess the, the the soil situation. But I like that uh, trenching and then the heaping. And yeah. with just give them plenty of space. And, and and the, the what you've recommended in the past, and I think in the newspaper this 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 weekend, was three feet between the potatoes. Yeah. And so people go, oh, you know, three feet, but now stay with it. Stay three feet. If you got, especially if you got good soil there, that they they'll utilize the. Now, that's the that that's part of the issue with the. The trench, if it's a t- soil that is hard to uh, move or cultivate, 
then you you end up with the three feet doesn't matter because you just got a limited yeah. soil situation there. But that but the well then you just have smaller and fewer yeah potatoes. That would be that would be interesting too if the, we got a lot of gardeners out there I think that do that do plant potatoes and that they or have planted them. Yes. Well, if you're from the north or from um, Idaho or Massachusetts or Maine, you probably planted potatoes. How many potatoes do you get per eye, approximately? Not, not nearly as many here as oh, oh. per eye or per. So you get, you're going to get a, uh, a plant per eye. Okay, so how so many potatoes per plant? I so always figure like twelve. Really? Yeah. See, that's twice twice as many as I figure on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, six is still. But yeah, I'm I'm in sand. Where I grew up was you know, okay. Sandy or so, so I'm gonna get more, but they're gonna be smaller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that's part of uh, determining if your if your soil if you're getting full potential, if you're if you're getting six or less, then, oh. then maybe you can look at. A different uh, technique, maybe more more of the uh, putting the mounding, or and less less of the trenching. And compared to what I would see in the store, what varieties can you grow? Well, Pontiac is the easiest for me. Pontiac or red, Lesotho. Red, yeah, red uh, Pontiac in the back. Uh, and these are just uh, like gold potatoes, yellow potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay. Pontiac's red. Yeah. Red, oh, okay. Red Pontiac is another name I think Lesotho's red, too, yeah. yeah. Well, that was one that he grew up in Minnesota. Was and how big do they get? Because I've seen the reds in the store, and they're maybe uh, between ping pong and tennis ball size. Uh, those are new potatoes. Oh, they're new potatoes. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to go to the fist. Oh, okay. And then, and then you get the large ones. I don't know what the large ones are. I, okay. I I have, I'm old. I'm old. Kennebec is... It's the w- about a fish, yellow yeah. ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you grow sweet potatoes? Or is well, it the same? it's a completely different process. Oh, okay. Yeah. Should we not get into it? Y'all look like you're looking at me well, funny. Yeah. No, I, I have to remember. I have to, I'm old, remember? So <laughs> well, they used to grow sweet potatoes in the in this area, but yeah. they're uh, it's difficult. A, it's, and there's the, yeah. is insects we or diseases. I'm going to say, uh, I think, weather and disease. Okay. Okay. If I can remember correctly. But I'm old. I can't remember. <sighs> Man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and and russets. There you go. That's the other one I was thinking of, russet. Is that yes that's, or no? That, that's a bigger one. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. That's, the, is that the, that's the baking potato, right? What color is that? Is that yellow? It's a yellow gold. Yeah, gold. Gold oh. russet, you know. Yeah. Okay. But what is the one that I'll, I'll get it, you know? Yeah, the big one. That's the russet. Okay. So if I go to get a potato at such and such steakhouse or something, uh-huh. that's probably going to be a... That's going to be a russet. Okay. All right. 210-308. Yukon Gold is another one. Yeah. Yukon Golds are good. I like those. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Uh, we'll take a break in just a second. Don't forget, uh, if you want to sign up for the presentation Calvin's doing on the to-be-named Rodeo Tomato, uh, you can. Uh, we still it's, it's kind of limited to 35 folks, so uh, you can call the nursery at 
497-3760. Best not to wait. 210-497-3760. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're live on a big, beautiful sky day uh, right here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett. Mark Peterson, and I'm here. I'm Milton Glick. We're sitting on the porch, ready to take your questions. Some folks out there uh, doing some uh, shopping, and uh, uh, most of the action that I've seen has been with the herbs and the uh, the veggies. Um, and uh, did you convince Peter to come over? Uh, he said he was busy ordering uh-huh. the house plants. Uh-huh. So may- maybe. Okay. That's he said good. he was only halfway through, and he had to get it. He has a deadline. Okay. All right. Well, someday we'll find out. We can just pick one. Um, all right. 210-308-8867. Gentlemen, what else is going on? There were things that we were supposed to do in the first week of February, uh, and I'm trying to remember what they were. Do you remember? Didn't you say, like, February 1st is, you know, I well, my first pruning one roses? Was, my first one was attending the butterfly seminar. Yeah. So that was my that first, was, that was first, first thing one. for February. You'll have to get that. Now, was your wife able to make it? No, she didn't feel good this morning. Okay. Okay. She'll be here for the tomato. I'm okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's when Calvin gets her to buy other stuff. That's notorious. Actually, I didn't even know. I, I met her at one of those programs. Yeah, but didn't know who she was. Well, I, I'm assuming once I told her that she had to respond back of how things germinated and all that, it kind of dampened. Yeah. Her enthusiasm. Uh, yes, yeah, she did. she just wanted to grow some or hear about it and not <laughs> okay. not have any uh, homework. Okay, but uh, she'll be here on the twenty fourth. That's my guess. Okay, and you can be here on the twenty fourth again too. That number to call to reserve your spot is two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, or go to millburgernursery dot com and uh, you'll see the nursery's phone number there too. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, so is there anything I'm supposed to be There's, doing? Uh, vegetables to plant. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at Calvin to help me because I'm drawing a memory block. But normally we do uh, potatoes, 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 onions, and onions. And that's the only two I can remember. But there's, I know there's more. Um, green beans. Do we do we start start seeding green beans? Oh, that's a little we can early. Still, we, yeah, we can still do broccoli. Yeah. Um, right. Transplants. Uh, what else? What else do we have out there? Uh, actually, char- if you can find spinach plants. Yeah, spinach. Yeah. Le- leafy, leafy, and charred lettuce, kale. Yeah. And unique lettuce. And, yeah, lettuce. Now, you look at that. When, as soon as Trace said, uh, you see the, the red leaves. I went, <gasps> yes. Yeah, I love the red them. leaf lettuce. I think you could actually. I wonder if it's better for you. beets, and uh, radishes. Yeah. Carrots. Yeah. Any any other root crops? Rutabagas. Yes, yeah. but, but you'd, yeah, you'd want to do it quick. And uh, oh, uh, the English peas. Mm. They, 
The peas may, surprised me. That. They made it pretty good through the yeah. freeze. But, uh, uh, and that's one, Milton, you like to do on su- successive dates. You like to do some English peas, a little bit of English yeah. peas, one, and then two weeks later, three weeks later, and some more, and then da-da-da-da. So. And, and you want to explain why? Uh, they don't do well in heat. So if we have heat. It's either too hot or too cold. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so temperature. So you're trying to catch. Some will, some will not do well and some will do great. Trying to catch the wave, yes. Sometimes. Okay. Uh, I've generally thought of February 15th as the last chance. Oh, okay. And usually it works on February yeah. 15th. But I swear there was something besides the veggies that we were supposed to do, like trees. February first, trees, trees, trees. It wasn't roses, right? You weren't supposed to. Well, you can get the roses, yes. Well, you can get them, but not trim them. When do you trim them? Uh, the the fourteenth to oh, the oh, end Valentine's to, Day to, to, to the to end of the month. month. Oh, okay. We had somebody uh, phone order two metabolist roses this morning. Oh, that's your favorite. It is. Yeah. Uh huh. That's cool. It warmed Good. the cockles of his heart. It did. You want to talk about the metabolist? Uh, it's my favorite in, antique rose, uh, nicknamed butterfly rose. And uh, why is that? The bloom looks kind of like a butterfly. Right. It's uh, single petaled and flops around like that. Uh, and hardy. Multiple colors. Can you remember the ra- the, uh, the the arrangement and colors of the no, order? No, I can't. I no, can't. Either. Never remember that. But pink, red, and orange. A uh, yellow. A uh, white. Sorry. Or yellow, yeah, yeah, it's, but the, the, okay. the, all those colors are yeah. there, but I can't. But, but they're all kind of a, a watercolor. They're not acrylic colors. Pastel. The, oh, okay. Pastel, yes. But they... But it's indestructible, and it yeah. can get eight foot by eight foot. Yeah, they're they're amazing how long they will bloom. Is it, it's a, a great uh, buffer, barrier plant on that. If you have uh, both neighbors and children running through, it's a great plant. Yeah. So. And you, so you, you eventually find the oh. you eventually find the bodies of the children way, yeah. later yeah. In, the, in the plant, but and you turn them back once. Only the slow moving children, yeah. The fast moving ones it can't catch. <laughs> so okay, so obviously we have metabolists. Do we have a lot? Uh, yes. Good. Okay. Uh, we did get a Belinda's Dream, Grandma's Yellow, and then a slew of other varieties. Did you Did you get my Katie Rose? No. Mm. Or it's not, not the. It's uh, kind of special. It comes on its own. Carefree beauty is, uh, I think, the carefree. new name for that one. They don't mm. have. You don't have any of the carefree beauty. Uh, that uh, I'd have to go look. And then I need to know. I need to figure out what's happening with uh, our Belinda's. It was doing great, doing great, doing great. We had the freeze, still doing great. Didn't seem to hurt it at all. And then all of a sudden, it's yellowing. Could it have been all the rain? When's the last time you fed it? Uh, it's probably been a while. Needs to be fed, huh? Um, it's a good start. Uh, okay. I would, yeah, a little bit of pruning and then do your fertilizer. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. Again, yeah, it's an antique rose. So you don't need to do a lot of pruning on it. Not like a, a tea rose where... I don't think it's an antique. <laughs> it's an earth kind. Earth kind. There you okay. go. Thank so you. So what is the difference between an antique and an earth kind? Uh, well, no, these are all on their own roots, yeah. so the so there's not a whole lot of difference. Okay, um, but the traditional ones that we would get in, they'd still be grafted. That, uh, but these look like they're and all they're, on their own hybrid teas type, right? Thing? Okay, well, and those are grafted. And Belinda's Dream yeah. would normally be grafted. Oh, and really? Yellow. Okay, uh, and these are all on their own roots. That's cool. That's good, right? Yes. 
Okay. But the hybrid teas need a lot of pruning, selective okay. pruning. You have to know what you're doing, in other words. Or at least the, the tea enthusiast, rose enthusiast, would tell me that. Oh, you have to know what you're doing. Oh, okay. And I just uh, that's why I like Earthkind and yeah. And one of the roses. advantages is you don't you don't really have to prune them much. Right. Uh, we did get in some uh, drift roses this week. Oh yeah, we um, haven't talked about those. Are cool. A handful of knockout roses. Uh, you and I used to like the snow drift, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, I like all the drift, uh, but I think the red. Responds oh, like the best, okay. and the red so, and coral. And and what is a drift rose for those who can't remember or don't know? It's kind of like a ground cover rose. Yeah, uh, I did get in some popcorn, which would be white, white and yellow in the bloom. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's kind of neat. And it's a drift, so it's going to be short. So many years ago, everybody started planting knockouts, mm-hmm. and almost all of the uh, the landscape design architects have now converted. From knockouts to drift. Oh, how interesting! Okay, because of the size, the I'm, versatility. I'm going to what is the size? Like it's more versatile in the landscape. They can okay. still put bigger stuff behind it, and yeah. One that I like. The, the uh, knockouts are sure pretty, though. Earth kind or the and this is a old-fashioned rose is Mar- Martha Gonzalez. Yeah, but uh-huh. that one's got another. That's another one that's got a long uh, bloom period. And then it can—it's un- unbelievable. Can grow in the in the middle, you know, surrounded by asphalt and sidewalks and mm-hmm. the heat of the buildings, and it just keeps functioning and blooming and uh, yeah. protecting it's, itself from, from it, the traffic. That, it is one of the toughest ones, uh, the Martha Gonzalez. I liked uh, uh, Blush, O Blush, and, and Mrs. Dudley's Cross. Yeah, so Mrs. That, Dudley's Cross. That, that was always my favorites. Um, you know, we, uh, Calvin, taking Calvin's comment, uh, is it, we were talking about this about a week ago and trees that you see in neighborhoods and is that a good criteria? And I have been, uh, driving around because, uh, uh, Mark said that he could tell pretty much like the age of the neighborhood by the trees and Yes. Yeah. There are, uh, there were, uh, Trees were planted because on uh, availability and desirability because they were quick growing. So, so certain neighborhoods have certain trees growing in. Okay. Um, but I was wondering, so as you're sitting in the drive-thru at Las Palapas and you see this beautiful rose blooming. Um, and Any Palapas? Las Palapas? Uh, or all of them? I or think specific they, one? I think they use them. The one I've seen that is the one... Um, they have is this a hypothetical Las Palapas, or is this one that you've ever no, seen? No, no. I've seen this. this is it, it was a leading question because they must have all the same landscape architect because they all use the oh, same plants okay. all and the time. Would you guess that there's a lot of care that goes into maintaining them, or would you guess they plant things that can take a lot of abuse like uh, car fumes, uh, not, min- not no water, yeah. but you know, minimal care uh, and things like that? That's, yeah, that's yes, no care. Yes, if you want survivability. A good, if you want a good taco, they yeah. need to have a landscape that takes care of itself. Yeah. Um, okay. He's saying you know, it nicely. You know, they have no care. 
You, you don't all the all the care goes okay. into the tacos, but that's good because they look great. I mean, so, so you do the tacos. So don't do the tacos. So you. So is it fair to say that you could, as you drive through and see what a pretty plant that is, that if it gets lots of care and love and and less car fumes, uh, it'll do even better. Yeah, it'll do even better. Okay, good. Yeah, and they really are pretty when they start blooming. I think they use knockouts. I think that's what. No, yeah. I, I'm almost sure that they do. Yeah. Okay. But like just you, for that time frame, what, what Trace is saying a few years ago, it was all knockouts all the time. But I think one of you was commenting on seeing Bubba, uh, the desert willow, at another drive-through and stuff like that. So, and Bubba can take abuse, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. In fact, it hates it when we get a lot of rain. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, we are on the extreme eastern edge of its range, so if you see one in in nature. Uh, it's probably going to suffer during lots of rain. Okay. So that's why we, it's on the eastern edge. They don't like rain. So if if we do receive a lot of rain, those desert wolves probably would die. Did you get your fragrant ones in? No. Uh, yet? Oh, okay. no. Yeah. Okay. We're, yeah. we're waiting. And then uh, the dwarf. Uh... Same trap. Okay. Oh, okay. I that's said, why yeah, you mentioned them together. So yeah. I didn't put two and two together. And there's some new yuccas, but... Uh... Not yet. Okay, but soon. Uh, let's see. So we talked about the strawberries um, a little bit, and you suggested to get the acidic soil. Um, or do you I, I said get the get either some the purple sand, sand or mix it, or just get it straight of the uh, the bag of acidic potting soil. How would you mix it if you didn't get the bag? I fifty fifty. What's that? Fifty fifty. 50-50 sand and... See, I would, uh, I would take any potting soil that I liked, and I would mix sphagnum peat with it to get okay. it mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what I That lasted a long time, too. And I did have the... Uh, which one is the Autumn Beauty? Is that uh, Gardenia or... Um, August Beauty would be Gardenia. August Beauty, sorry. I think you've killed a couple of those. Yeah, but it lasted a long time until it got too much rain and got unhappy. I think it lasted more than a year. Oh, yeah, me, it, that's, did. And it was in a container. Yeah. And they were nice and fragrant. I remember that. Are you going to get gardenias? And Do we I, get azaleas? We get azaleas. Okay. Um, we get gardenias. Okay. They aren't. Yeah, which very, one was Autumn nice. Beauty or August Beauty? Was Gardenia. That? Gardenia, okay. Well, azalea doesn't have much fragrance. Oh, okay. Do. Okay. Um, but not yet, right? I have some. Oh, okay. And would that be a container, too? I would say your best results are a container. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I think we've had horror stories about people that have put them in the ground and uh, not you can, had... You can plant right and you can feed right, but it's still eventually the pH of the water and soil yeah. around it will take its toll. Mm-hmm. So if I'm watering in a container, do I uh, you would... do I amend the water or amend the... Uh, well, how good is your memory? Yeah. Um, Calvin says it's not very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. Osmocote so, plus, plus, if yeah. you got a memory like me, uh-huh. and if you got a memory like a steel trap, mere acid. But okay. You gotta, but you got to do that every two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know which one I would do. So, yeah, if you want. Well, you got to commit. Milton. Yeah, if you want, you can use distilled water, but just use regular water. Okay. And then you'd have to commit to a, a uh, acidif- acidifying fertilizer. Okay. 
Don't use vinegar. Do people do that? Occasionally they do. Oh, and the result is? Well, you have a, ten- a tendency it's to use more than you. It smells. Yeah. Oh, is that, that's the worst part? I yeah. Well, like it's, the, it's, you very, use it's the, very the, the potent. Apple, yeah, the apple so it's, so, you're so right. you, you can wilt and kill, kill the plant with yeah. just a minimal. That, so so there's, the, a, there's a reason that some of the organic people use orange oil and yes, vinegar. Yes, that's, that's just going to the recipe. And it has nothing to do with keeping anything alive. Yeah. Yes. So the, that's two it's, ounces of orange oil for one gallon of really strong vinegar. On that okay. note, yes. yes, I got in some new vinegar. Oh, so, okay. yeah, so that's not, just because we just have it 20. here. I got in a thirty. Okay, and I got one more too. That's it was something outrageous, like forty-seven or something percent. Yeah. You, oh wow, that's po- it, potent. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. So, yeah, so you want at least eighteen percent. That's what the recommendation was. So he's got more potent. So is this, more that, potent. For, this for plants? So this is no, to kill plants. Goods, yeah. So, oh, to kill. Oh, okay. Yeah, so let's just say two yeah. un- ounces of orange oil and to one gallon of strong vinegar. And traditionally it was always 18. But if you have stronger, and it's what, better. What, not what, the type of plant, but what part of the plant does it kill? The whole thing? Burns, or a, just? burns the foliage off. All right. So it still has a root. Correct. I know the answer to this because I've heard you explain it before. <laughs> All right, but, yeah, but that foliage if you do is it come back. There you yes. go. Okay. Yeah, Multiple twice. applications. Yeah. At okay. least twice. Um, do you have? I guess you have to be careful if you're using it like in the grass and stuff. Well, it's going to burn the grass too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So you really want to? How do you apply it to say weeds that are in things that you like well i wouldn't but if i were going to okay i would get a coffee can or something like that oh set it over what i was trying to kill and shoot down in it so i didn't have the overspray that's a good idea that's pretty easy to do okay or, or a big funnel and you can or, pour it right, or funnel right on top of the plant wicking i've seen people make these yep. pvc wicks where you can go and wipe it on okay you don't, you don't have to bend over for this. Calvin right. was big into wicking for a while. No. I used an old-fashioned uh, kindergarten paintbrush, the big, long, wooden ones with a big end on it. And did that on that. I use that also for glyphosate. One of our attendees at the class today was is into wicking, and he was just wanted me to, he just said, you know, wanted me to talk about it and get it. Involved and show get, get the, he's going to show your your endorsement of, mm-hmm. the, of such. No. Yeah, he wanted. So I, I said, send him, send me pictures, send me pictures when I, when I get time to look at them. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road uh, with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett, Mark Peterson, I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jer- uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson. Your calls, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. There was something else I was going to ask y'all. Well, did you want to talk about Calvin's article? Yes, I did. Okay. Calvin, Calvin had, is it okay if he talks about your article? Sure. Okay. Calvin had a wonderful article uh, today uh, in the newspaper. It's time to plant shade trees in San Antonio. You, you said earlier about uh, 
what to do in February, first week of February. Uh, planting shade trees is perfect. Uh, years and years and years ago, when Texas first had their uh, state Arbor Day, it mm-hmm. was February 22nd. Can you, can you know why it was February 22nd? No. You know whose birthday is February 22nd? No. George Washington. Oh, oh, duh. Okay. So, so we had our uh, Arbor Day, State Arbor Day, at February twenty second. Now, the only reason I say that is February is a great month to plant trees. So, and we have all kinds of trees here, and all different sizes. Uh, Trace is always is getting in new trees all the time. So, uh, what's some of the ones that you recommended? Do you remember, Calvin? Oh yeah, uh, of course, live oak, Texas red oak. Uh, cedar elm, uh, uh, Mexican uh, sycamore, um, and and my favorite. I'm leading you on. What's my favorite tree? I don't. Uh, not, I was going to say anakwa is one. No, I've it's not anakwa. I've, no, I've added it to my list. <laughs> but uh, uh, chinkapin oak is my favorite. Oh yeah, okay. it was on the chinkapin was on the list. The Mexican yeah. white oak, I thought was. Yes. It's one that's uh, getting it, to be it, a lot of people's favorites. Those two are my favorites. Burr Oak. Burr Oak is another great. Now, Burr Oak, uh, particularly for those listeners on the eastern part of the county, uh, in the heavy clay area, that is your tree, is a Burr Oak. Um, it, it actually is one of the few native species in the entire Great Plains that grows out into the grasslands. Uh, it survives the periodic fires. It loves heavy clay soils. Loves to get down. And down. It, yeah. you look to, in most states that are on the edge of the prairie, you you have uh, areas that are dominated by baroque. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, the the Minnesota conservationists had an article in there about the yeah. the, uh, the so, baroque areas. I was and say then, southwest Minnesota, east part of Texas Iowa, and, yeah, all the way down uh, down to Texas. Uh, particularly uh, along the rivers and streams uh, going in, uh, uh, going eastward from the middle of the Great Plains eastward. So, so anyway. Uh, why do you like the chinkapin oak so much? To me, uh, it is very durable. I have yet to see a, a, a pest take it out. Uh, the only one I ever saw consistently is on a uh, is cotton root rot in a heavy clay soil. They don't seem to like that. So if you're on the north side of town or the west side, northwest side of town or east side of town, I mean the west side of town, chinkapin is is a tree for you. It, it really tolerates drought, tolerates cold, tolerates wet. Uh, it tolerates just about everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I also say a little little foliar disease, but it. It doesn't matter. And Mexican white oak, why is that getting so popular? Because it grows fast, and it grows pretty much straight. It has an oval canopy, but with a nice straight trunk. And so a lot of the landscape architects like that as well. Is it it my imagination, or does it uh, have a a little problem with... uh, the drought and our weather, erratic weather conditions. Uh, I saw the them, uh, the the Monterey or Mexican live oak or Mexican white oak. They're all the same species. They just have different names, common names. Uh, they did have a little problem this past year. 
So I saw some of those uh, succumb to the drought and hypoxylin, uh, hypoxylin canker. Um, saw a lot of them have to be taken down. Uh, just just, uh, just a recommendation for everybody, just kind of watch your weather. And if we go into immediate drought, uh, now last year what happened was we had lots of rain in April, pretty good rain in May. And then it rained liter- last night. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally That's the rain stopped. And so uh, be proactive in it. If, if, it uh, if the rain stops completely, then go out there and water. Don't, don't wait till something happens to your tree, in other words. Be proactive. But, yes, I, that's what I saw this year pretty much for the first time. And I think it was two years of drought and a, and a freeze. It surprised really me, too, that I just yeah. didn't expect. I so, yeah, so, so it was the first time I had seen it. So, yeah. yeah, Calvin likes to lead me, you know, lead me with oh, important okay. questions. Now, the, uh, now, was that the one that was a Texas superstar? No. Okay. No. no. It, it is a red herring, but, you know. <laughs> but that's not the Texas superstar. Okay, which is the, the largest? Is Cedar Elm the one that gets largest, or Burr Oak, or eventually? Or you, you, you know, they're all pretty much the same. But the live oak will will get the biggest of all the all After the recommended trees. Four hundred years. Then. Yeah, it takes a while, but part of the uh, the way the live oak grows is it grows out. Uh, and it will grow a lot farther out, a yeah. lot farther Horizontal and horizontally from. as opposed to the other ones. Uh, Monterey Oak, Cedar Elm, Texas Red Oak, they all tend to have an oval crown. Uh, and so it's smaller. And they may get a little taller, uh, but they're all probably about between 50 and 60 feet. Now, if you're next to a river or a creek, you know, the pecans and the cottonwoods and the sycamores will get bigger, taller, but they all are about the same width. It's only the live oak expands horizontally. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that... I don't want to get too long in that, you know. No. The, board, the, the, the listeners are going, oh, he's talking about trees again. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that next... Uh, is, is, um, Mark mentioned uh, next Saturday's article will be discussing uh, all those varieties that we've dis- we've yeah. mentioned, and so you got a lot of choices, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're all here at Millburgers. Yeah, uh, and in different sizes too. So we have five, tens, fifteens, all the way up to forty-five. And yeah. you know how big forty-five is? Mm-mm. That's forty-five gallons size. That's three. pretty big. It's pretty big. And as far as we know, the CPS. Rebate is still in place. It still is in place. It is generally, they've cut it off in mid-April. But I think it's been so popular, they're going to add some more funds to that and continue on to the end of April, May 1st. But generally, first couple of weeks of April is when they have cut it off, uh, funding for that. That's $50 per tree, uh, up to five trees over your lifetime if you're a cps customer yeah that could add up yeah and you do have to uh, follow some rules what uh p- plant it uh any place except the uh the west or the northern no, side the north that, so side. that hardly any shade occurs on your building on the north side so you want it west south or east okay and of then, the building 
then uh, all the varieties that uh, we recommend are on the list. Yeah. Plus every plus, other. Plus they expanded it, and I'm smiling. You know, plus they expanded it a few years ago to uh, things like citrus, uh, some other species. Uh, which I just kind of rolled my eyes on. They're not really what I would consider shade trees. No, yeah, uh, but uh, my line. But, but uh, they they did open it up, and you know that's that's good. Uh, anytime you can plant a tree, it's great in San Antonio. I have come to appreciate the uh, Anaqua. Right. I know they. Uh, you you were you were uh, one of the authors of the early list, and uh, took a little heat for uh, Anaqua, but that. It's a native plant. Uh, the wildlife loves it. The birds love it. Uh, and for, once it gets, it takes a little while w- for it to once grow. Once it gets established and growing, it's a great, durable tree. Uh, and here, it has multiple benefits. It has a lovely pinkish-white flower in the spring. And then it has the, all the seeds, which the birds love. Um, sometimes and, uh, the tree, they, tree just gets in motion when yeah. Yeah. When the berries are on there. Yeah. Now, the, the berries tend to, to, to ripen and um, uh, ripen with some um, fruit. So, I, I mean, with sugar. So. They're sticky. Yeah. We, the, we, took, the, a little, we took a the, little heat. The, bird, the birds get drunk is what oh. I'm leaning up to. So, oh. the birds get kind of drunk on, on the sugary. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So. Uh, well, our, the, who's our, our friend that the. Uh, Oh, at the, over there by the the park in downtown, where we there's some anaquas growing there, yeah. and we were bragging on those. I don't, I think it was Mark and I, and uh, the uh, she just had this look. She's got just was just very good at this look, and she said, "I'll call you over to clean up the, oh. the, the shop." So, so the the downside, yes. The downside with all those birds is a problem. And it's both the, the fruit, berries. Both of the fruit staining and yeah. the birds that eat, eat those berries have a problem. Oh, okay. This I is a family show. I'm not going to go any further. Thank you. But they, uh, it's a very tight, uh, compact crown. So if yeah. you're looking for uh, some... Uh, uh, coverage or to cover uh, any kind of uh, sites you don't want to see or or designate a border, yeah, they're they're pretty good at it. Uh, so and not going and I, uh, you know Trace's not here, but we'll ask him when he gets back. But uh, whether or not they have some, I, they don't have, know. I know they did have some. They, that's they where did. I my, that's why I said uh, it, yeah. whether they still have some of those trees i think they do but it's a it's a great it's not going to be a big tree it's one of these trees in san antonio and south texas where they're kind of somewhere between small and medium you know kind of a medium canopy so 35 feet maybe 35 feet 30 30 feet 35 feet tall and maybe about 35 feet wide on the canopy hey they they have a tendency a little tendency too to uh spread there was some uh, some like a live oak, uh, uh, seedlings, yes. not seedlings, but uh, suckers. Well, those are probably seedlings from the the before-mentioned birds. Ra- the berries, ra- rather than the uh, roots? Rather than the root spots and the live oak. 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call with your questions at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on an absolutely gorgeous day. You owe it to yourself to come out here and just enjoy the sun and the beautiful plants. Uh, so uh, come on out and be a part of it. We'll be back in a moment with more after this on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. It is an absolutely gorgeous day out here. I wonder what the temperature is. Do you have a you have a temperature on your phone there? Let me check. Uh, I'll, actually, while I check, I'll look for the... Uh, uh, so we're both, both Calvin and I are eating our Girl Scout cookies oh, here. Yes. Are they back tomorrow? Are you in danger tomorrow? Of, yeah, I may be in danger tomorrow. So. Okay. No. I shall avert my eyes as I walk past them. Yeah, don't. Uh... All right. It's currently 68 degrees under. Perfect. It's uh, there's, there's a couple clouds, but they're the big, white, fluffy, attractive clouds that you look up and you go, oh, that looks like a bunny. Wait, that's a dog running. You know, those kind of clouds. I don't know. I don't think that's the official name for them, but. They probably have an official name. Yeah? Cumulus. Is that it what looks like Westeros. Westeros and uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> and see, I, I'm seeing a dog right there yeah. kind of running. It's, it's paws out in front of it, you know. Okay. I think you're right. <laughs> you see that too? Yeah. All right. Woohoo! It's not just me. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. All right. Currently, it is partly cloudy. Meh. And, um... 68, did you say? And uh, then both Gov and I think that's perfect weather. Oh, now, wait a minute. According to uh, weather.gov, um, tonight is clear with a low around 49 and gusts of wind as high as 30 miles per hour tomorrow. Sunny or 71, breezy with a northwest wind, 20 to 25, with gusts as high as 40. So it sounds like... I did hear that earlier this morning uh, on KSAT, uh, that that it was going to be windy tomorrow. I didn't know about how much. Should we panic? Well, 40 sounds pretty high. It does. If you've got anything that uh, is uh, heavy... On the top, or in a yeah. container, or uh, uh, snapdragons. Yeah, protect or get your, your insulate and and put it around your plants. Okay. Because that will be a northwest. That will be a cold, dry wind, and that will desiccate oh. a lot of plants. So a lot of tender plants. So protect from the wind. Sounds like it's uh, sunny until Tuesday, and then Tuesday night it changes to cloudy. Uh, but the temperatures are so nice; it's almost like that groundhog was right. Uh, Seventy-one on Wednesday, seventy-two on Thursday, seventy-two on Friday. Slight chance of rain. See, for- fortunately, the ground has had a lot of moisture, and when that cold wind comes over, and it's sunny. See, the sun tells, or the plant starts to open up all the stomata and start making all the food, then photosynthesis, and it needs water. Then it's pulling up water to do that. But that cold wind's 
is blowing and yeah. it will dry out the foliage so it's good that we have moisture um just protect the tender plant tender new leaves tender plants with some uh, protection Insulate is a good option how quickly do we find out the impact of rains on the aquifer so like we wouldn't know today necessarily for last night right what they've learned over the years is it could be almost immediately and then continue for several days several days up to a week all right, so it, de- it depends on what part of the aquifer the water was in. Uh, oh. the, the rain occurred. Okay. I'm sorry. So last night's rain, when would you? But most of the way, it, it sounds like it was mostly to the east. Is that we've been hearing oh, that yeah, there right. was more rain towards the east of the of the Millburgers than uh, to the west. So, All right. So, so the, the, what does that mean as far as the aquifer is concerned? It means the the rising will occur more to the east, to the north. So, like, uh, uh, what's the caves uh, up on three double oh nine? The back natural, cave? natural bridge cave. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, up that way, that w- they will have that area of the aquifer will have more water. Mm. Okay. The the measurement is at J seventeen at Fort Sam Houston. That's the official measurement. Okay. So, so, but tomorrow we would get, we would hope to have some increase. If we had more rain to the west, we would see uh, uh, some rise in the in the well. The well, well, but it was amazing how much the walk for went up for that. Uh, for that one rain, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I mean a week. Forty, ago. Yeah, yeah, forty yeah. feet. Yeah. Whoa! Really? Wow! Yeah. That's great. So it's still it's still uh, forty. Is it forty behind still? Uh, yeah, no, I left the other part of the That's paper. Ha- in the car. Ha- half of the deficit or half of the uh, difference in yes. uh, was uh, that was the main thing. It was uh, half of the deficit of what historically should be the height this time of year of the aquifer. Okay, but February is usually a rainy month. Yeah, the, the rainiest months for us are April and May. Oh, okay. April, May, and June. Okay. And, and then so whatever we get during the winter is great because that starts us off at a higher level. So then we can go up higher. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. That's good. We'll have to check and see what it looks like tomorrow. Where do you go to find that out? Uh, the height. Yeah. And, well, and, and, the, and, the, and the, back of, uh, the back of the sports page. Of the San Antonio Express, right. or you can go. Ah, you can go on the website. You know mm-hmm. the Aquifer Authority. Oh, okay. EAA Edwards Aquifer Authority. All it's right. also on the SAWS website. Okay. We we have some links on the SAWS website. Uh, goes to it. Okay, I'm looking. <coughs> Excuse me. That's okay. Just get it out. It's gonna be okay. It was a cookie. Oh no. I gotta be careful. All right, again, two one zero three. Yeah, you just be careful. Don't be eating all those cookies. No, if no. you send them down, no, here, no, you wanted some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Calvin. Thanks. He was nice and shared them. Um, I uh, just dedicated to sacrifice. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Did you have a question you want to ask on the air? Oh, did you have a question you wanted to ask us on the air, or you want to wait a second? Or just have one of the guys answer off the air? Well, I see HEB has tomato plants out. Is it wise to plant them now? Too early. Oh, yeah, okay. Too early. We want Pot them up. Pot. Put them in a pot. Put them in a one-gallon <laughs> container and 
Put them in the sun out of the wind. Yeah, we're just talking about that. Keep them out of the wind. It'll be windy for the next There you go. What kind are you going to get? Oh, thank you. Uh, what kind are you going to get? Do you have a favorite? I don't. No, okay. So uh, he's, we're trying to find out. He's going to plant tomatoes. And uh, Mark's answering his question off the air. But, uh, yeah, you can still get them. We have them. But just pot them up. So go from the four-inch to a one-gallon? Is that the idea? Oh, yeah. <coughs> okay. Uh, what's the one from the valley? Valley cat. Okay. And yeah, Mark's going over the different varieties. Red, red snapper. Red snapper is the other one. Celebrity or red snapper. If you want to. Th- That's all I can remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> That's why I want to give you two. Who are you guys? <laughs> Very good. He's, he does listen to the show. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So those were the two I wanted to give you two. All right. <laughs> so Calvin and I were talking, so you recommend get them now, pot them up. Pot them up, and uh, put them in the sun, but keep them out of the wind. Uh, we're just talking about that, that it's going to be windy for the next couple of days, and that's really hard on a tomato. Uh, their foliage is very tender. We have to remember they are a subtropical, tropical species. Okay. And we want to keep them out of the wind. Um and then it w- I was trying to remember the we had some uh, about uh, five or six sp- uh, varieties here. And I was trying to remember Ooh, the most popular red ones: snapper, tycoon. tycoon, tycoon, and red and snapper red snap were the snapper. ones I would remember. I was and trying to remember tycoon, red snapper, valley cat, maybe. I don't know. No, I, valley cat's one of my favorites, yeah. but that, I don't think we had valley cat. Um, Snapper, oh, uh, Thunder uh, Thunderbird, Thunderbird, and uh, that was one. one the, the, yeah. It's funny I can remember that. No, we we can't ever remember Red Snapper. That was the one we could ever remember <laughs> for some unknown reason. I'm just looking at the aquifer. Okay, okay. So it should yeah. be about uh, close to 650 or maybe over 651. Uh, maybe it's a, today. It is at 646.6. Yep. Oh, okay. so it went up 0.6. Uh, yeah. yeah. How about a little more? But I thought it was going to. It was uh, 649. So I was like hoping it would go over 650. Okay. It dropped down a little bit. Uvalde stayed the same pretty much, and Comal Springs. These all must be measure points. Huh. When they talk about Bear, Uvalde, Comal Springs, and San Marcos, the the Uvalde and the J seventeen are the are springs are, are well measurements. Oh, I see. Okay. And then they also then they talk about gallons per minute. Oh, okay, yeah. J Uvalde is J twenty seven, Bear is J seventeen. What does yeah. the J stand for? I don't know. I okay. never found out. They won't tell you. No, they, I bet, they never told me. Bet you Calvin knows. But let's ask him. Do you remember Calvin? What the J is for? The J is just. Uh, Designation of what, He's the well. Yeah, the well. Oh. Okay. I don't know. You, you know, I don't know what significance Jay has. But we were just so they happy all, they would tell us all about the the other wells. I was just teasing because yeah. your oh. your stance on the ta- on the rodeo tomato. I didn't know if you knew, but would suddenly forget. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so it is uh, <laughs> at my age. Some some things you forget, and some things you don't. forget. Okay, but you didn't forget the Jays. No. Okay. No, so because they never told us. So over the, if we don't get rain tonight, 
Would you expect the aquifer to continue to go up? Is it is it a progressive thing? It, it depends on where the the rain fell. Okay. So that's why I was saying that earlier. Okay. Um, the, it's tied. The R the J seventeen well is the official well, and that one is tied more to rainfall that occurs uh, between Uvalde and San Antonio. Okay. So uh, if it falls in north of the Castroville, northwest of Castroville, then we see in uh, a 48-hour response Okay, at the J-17. Interesting stuff. Cool. Because we always talk about it, but you don't really, you don't need to know, but it's right. kind of interesting to know what goes into the, the measurement process. All right. 210-308-8867. Uh, Calvin, we talked about tomatoes, so let's opportunity to talk about your class on the 24th here what's going to happen and how folks get uh, registered for that well they just call they call the number here at uh millburgers and there's so last we checked there was what about eight eight or nine yeah, uh, vacancies space, yeah vacancies think, left. Uh, yeah. and uh, what it is is we're gonna we're gonna pot up some of the uh, ro- the rodeo tomatoes from the past or the well the well-liked tomatoes from the past but uh, folks that want to get access to those tomatoes, the, the the problem is you don't you can't plant them so early. So what we're giving them an, an opportunity, we'll talk about growing tomatoes, and we'll talk about some of the growing some other of the vegetables, uh, like we did today. Potatoes. Yeah, just like this gentleman was talking yeah. about. And then we'll, uh, and then everybody will get a uh, potted up tomato mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully uh some folks will get some of the the new rodeo tomatoes um figures and, are crossed uh, yeah mm-hmm. and then and then the idea is that you uh, take them home with you and you put them you do, just like mark said you put them in the uh, full sun out of the wind and then if the temperatures get below 40 i always say take them inside yeah. right, for right. that that night and then you plant them about uh, about the mi- the middle of March. Uh, some people will wait till April one, but uh, and some people jump jump the gun. The pro- problem with planting them too early is that they don't grow. It doesn't kill them, but they just don't. They go. They harden off. Right. And you do not get your tomatoes as quickly as you would. And, otherwise, and these tomato varieties that have been chosen are determinant. So we want them to grow and grow fast, but the fruit the the fruit is put on them early. In other words, they grow and set fruit, produce fruit very quickly before it gets hot, and so that's why we want to. We have a, a time, a window time, where we're growing these tomatoes. Uh, we don't want to grow them out too fast, but we want to grow them out at a certain time before it gets too hot. And so we'll talk about all those things at the class. Okay. And, Calvin, if they uh, couldn't come to today's uh, milkweed presentation that, that uh, turned out really well, um, are there other ones on that? Oh, yeah. Okay. There is uh, on uh, March 3rd. There's a, hmm. another milkweed and butterfly class 
sim- similar to the one we held today. So about a month away. Month, that's right. And that'll be at the Education Resource Center over there at uh, Dream Hill Estates, close to, me- to um, Medical Center. And then, in, in fact, if you're in uh, uh, Comel County on April 6th, they're, they're going to have a, a program, too, uh, on the milkweed and the uh, butterfly program. And th- that'll be... At their headquarters on 46. Right. Yeah. So you can uh, call them, reserve a spot if you would like. Mm-hmm. Now, there is another tomato class, too, on the 17th. Oh, okay. So that'll be at the medical center at the Dream Hill Estates. Uh, and bo- both of those have a, a few a few uh, vacancies left. So Good. Okay. Uh, and uh, you can find out more about uh, Calvin's uh, next tomato a presentation or things that are on sale or all the good stuff at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. Yes, you can sign up for the newsletter. In fact, it invites you to do it right there when you jump on the page, which is, makes it really easy. Um, and then I'm guessing, uh, is that all? I should go look. I have it up here somewhere. Is that all we have in February? Is uh, is Calvin's thing the last thing? or is Um... I think Let's so. see. Yeah, I think so too. We got yeah. I think so, David's next one is March. Is March, yeah. That'll be cool. All right, we'll talk more tomorrow about stuff that's coming in. You'll be ordering. Oh, will we know which uh, uh, things Peter has ordered then? Yes. Uh, he started rattling some of the names to me, and I was like, I don't he made know a he made a mad dash through there. Yeah, he sure uh-huh. did. He Peter moves fast when he wants to. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mentioned it a couple of times uh, we, we have, have trees seconds. here. Yeah, but uh, you'll tell me uh, or tell us tomorrow for the listening audience what ones, what trees you have, and in what sizes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.